Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our good friend, the man, the myth, the legend, Stingray Steve. He joins us. Steve, what's going on, man? Hey, man. How's it going? What's up, man? How you been? Good. I actually just left the uh, teleconference from all 14 SEC coaches, and uh, I got to tell you, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Zach Arnett, when when he got to uh, his time, he said, look, we're not worried this week about South Carolina. We're not worried about their scheme. We're not worried about Shane Beamer. We are in trying to figure out what our identity is down here in Starkville. So we're not talking about the next opponent. We're not talking about anything like that. We are trying to put a game plan forward for our football team moving forward. Love to hear it. Steve, obviously you're a guy, you're a Mississippi State man by trade, yes. but you talk SEC football. So I want to get your thoughts really quickly before we look at this South Carolina-Mississippi State game and kind of dive into State more so. Your thoughts on the SEC season to this point and just really the, the chaos and the craziest, craziness, man, because I think we're seeing more parity across the yeah. SEC and college football as a whole than we ever have before, it feels like. That's correct. And, you know, I said – uh, yesterday on my show that, I mean, literally right now with the way things are shaping up, we could potentially have Ole Miss, Missouri in Atlanta for the championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, because every single team out there has question marks, uh, you know, with Georgia and the slow starts and the Mike Bobo offense. Obviously, you guys w- witnessed that last weekend. Alabama offensive line issues and quarterback issues as well. They lost to Texas at home. Uh, LSU got absolutely drilled by Florida State, and it did look like in that football game that in the second half, LSU in the fourth quarter just flat out quit in that football game. And you got to remember, they had a big brawl at practice in the uh, preseason camp. So that could be interesting moving forward. I mean, there's a lot of question marks across the entire board of the SEC, but I do know one thing. Uh, Right now, as we move into week four, uh, the teams at the bottom of the SEC, no doubt, are Vanderbilt, who struggled last week and lost out at UNLV, and definitely that Mississippi State football team that is trying to find an identity on offense because Will Rogers just to me, looks very, very uncomfortable in this new offense that they brought over from App State. Steve, let's talk Mississippi State specifically because you look at the record 
two and one to this point. And I think most folks, you know, they, they knew there was going to be a, <clears throat> excuse me, a transition from Mike Leach to Zach Arnett, yes. the, the passing of the late great pirate, if you will. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously when, when you're, when you're going, when you're making as drastic a change from going air raid offense to the Kevin Barbe offensive scheme, a yep. lot more balanced, they're running the football, you know, there's going to be a major transition. So, okay. you know, I thought obviously Mississippi State week one, you beat down, I think it was Southeastern Louisiana, yes. no big deal. Mm-hmm. I, I thought a gutsy win over Arizona in a game in which, you know, you won the turnover battle five to one. It took overtime to win, but the fact of the yes. matter is a win is a win is a win. But then I think the issues really showed themselves last weekend against LSU and the Tigers came wow. in and flexed their muscles and, you know, obviously the the offense is the talking point and the way that it's looked. I mean, it's 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 one thing to again make a transition offensively, but it is just like you said, night and day different what they're trying to do. So give us the kind of the rundown on Mississippi State season to this point, the vibe of Bulldog fans, and your just overall thoughts on what you've seen from this football team through three weeks of play. They really, the Mississippi State fans, they really miss Mike Leach. And it's gotten to the point to where on a couple of their message boards on Facebook, which I am a part of, they have even apologized to being critical of Mike Leach when the air raid was here. It has gotten that bad in Starkville. Uh, because I don't know if you know this or not, but at the halftime last week versus... LSU, Mississippi State had seven yards of Mm -hmm. offense against LSU. Uh, That's pretty bad. Uh, You are basically trying to go from the air raid scheme to more of a pro-style run the ball. And like you said, it's going to take some time, and that overnight will not work. However, what really surprised me is how inefficient Will Rogers is in that offense because now when he drops back to pass, he's got the deer in the headlights look, whereas last year he could sling the ball anywhere and the guy only needed about 2,000 yards to become the league's all-time leading passer. So you would have thought that they would have kept a little bit of the air raid in there just because that is the system of the guys that are around you. And, you know, I don't think Mississippi State to this point is really running a scheme to help their players. I think they just threw in a brand-new offense and said, well, if they adjust to it, fine. If they don't adjust to it, fine. And that is a very, very big mistake for any new coach out there. Guys, you have got to play to the strengths of your football team and the players that you have. And so far, Zach Arnett and the offensive coordinator are not doing that over at Mississippi State, and it really shows. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Steve, you talked about the identity for Mississippi State's offense. What do you think that identity should be? What do you think that identity can be? And I mean, it's it's not exactly an ideal spot to be in to try to find your identity in SEC play because you're right. going up against such, you know, fantastic players on fantastic defenses. And so it, it's just – it's not a spot you want to be in. But when you right. look at the offense, I mean, do you have an opinion of what it should be? Do you think they should go back to – Air raid. Football. I mean, Air, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look. I mean, I mean, I mean the the pirate Mike Leach, literally from all of the fans out there, and of course the insiders that cover Mississippi State, they were like, okay, listen, if Mike Leach comes back this season with the talent, he was going to have a double digit winning football team uh, because of the talent. That they had on defense, and of course, the talent that they brought back offense. They were uh, the most experienced football team in the SEC and possibly the country because they brought back 21 of 22 players from a year ago. And with that, you're supposed to be better than what they put out there on the field last Saturday. And so I, I feel like. They should have stayed with the air raid somewhat and then in the next recruiting class try to branch over and recruit players, like I said again, that fits that system. But it's just like they brought in the new playbook and said, hey, if you get it, fine. If you don't get it, fine. That's okay. But that's not ideal for the kind of talent and the kind of players that has been groomed in Starkville over the past three seasons. Steve, I know it's way too early to be asking this question, but just for fun, from what you've seen, would you go on record and say, do you believe Zach Arnett is the long-term answer in Starkville, or do you think he was the best of a bad situation with the passing of Mike Leach? Best of a bad situation, but guys, let's be honest, and this is not a knock on um, Zach Arnett at all, but the guy has no experience as a head coach other than 
this right here. I mean, there would be no other football program out there in the SEC that would be willing to take that chance, especially with the success that they were building with Mike Leach after they finally got the air raid to work a little bit in the SEC because it was working for that Bulldog team outside of playing Alabama, obviously. But it was working, and they were a nine-win football team last year. And I really don't understand. And here's another thing, too, guys, that I don't understand is, you know, offensive uh, players and offensive-minded coaches do better as head coaches. And look at the track record over at Mississippi State. Dan Mullen was an offensive mind and look at what he did on offense with that football team over there. Look at, um, I guess you would say, Joe Moorhead. He was an offensive guy who was up at Penn State, and he kind of transitioned a little bit. Now, that didn't work out over at Mississippi State, but it was still a, a good offense of running the football with, with uh, you know, Garrett Schrader and then, of course, Nick Fitzgerald. And then, of course, you bring in Mike Leach, who is also an offensive guru. And then, for some unknown reason, you go with a defensive guy as a head coach. That always does not work out. And I will give you an example of that down at Southern Miss. Uh, you know, they had Larry Fedora down there who was at North Carolina for a long time. And then, of course, they had another legendary coach before him. Then they brought in Ellis Johnson, who was a defensive-minded guy. Ellis Johnson went 0-12 in his first year there, and it was so bad till they fired him after one season and Southern Miss is still trying to rebound from the Ellis Johnson disaster, and I'm afraid that's where we're going to go if Mississippi State does not find its identity. I hate to say it, but I do believe Zach Arnett is way in and way over his head as the head coach there at Mississippi State. Stingray, it's funny you bring up Ellis Johnson because a, a friend of Gamecock Nation, great defense coordinator, but like you mentioned, yeah. not a great head coach, um, which is true, was, true, true for a lot of guys. But uh, speaking of the defense, Stingray, you look at the defensive side of the football, you know, yeah. I think something that's not surprising, Jet Johnson, Nathaniel Watson have been fantastic in the middle. The front yeah. seven has been really solid. It's the secondary, though, that has been giving State some issues. And to be fair, right, you take on Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors, I mean, those guys yeah. – that LSU offense is really tough to stop. But what have you seen from the state offense thus far? And is it is the secondary you think is, is in a rough of shape as the stats would indicate? Or are you more bullish on that defensive group than maybe those numbers would show right now? No, I, I think the defense has actually taken a step back because Zach Arnett is not focused on that as much as he needs to be because he is the head man. Uh, and you can look at the defense. It has really taken a step back. Now, the middle of the defense is great, but I'm telling you, if, if the playmakers and the coaches for South Carolina are tuning into this, if you want to beat Mississippi State, go to the boundaries. Go outside on Mississippi State because Arizona did that and LSU did that. And it worked wonders for them when they would do the jet sweeps around the outside or uh, the dive play that would go to the outside. That's the way you beat Mississippi State is sideline to sideline and try to, you know, turn the corner on that defense rather than moving up front right in the middle. 
The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs up, S P or S U P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, Create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S P or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now, Steve, what's your view of South Carolina entering this game? Obviously, the Gamecocks sit at one and two losses to UNC and Georgia with the lone win coming over FCS Furman. Thoughts on Carolina? Obviously, Gamecocks a six-point favor. They open up at four and a half. The line is now six. Uh, just overall perception of what you've seen of South Carolina thus far. Uh, I actually think South Carolina has a little bit of an advantage in this football game just simply because of the talent that they have with Spencer Rattler. I think he is a game changer, uh, obviously, when he plays at home uh, versus on the road. And so I actually think uh, South Carolina – uh, gets the victory in this game just simply because of playing at home, playing a night game, and then, of course, playing with uh, Spencer Rattler. I think he is the best athlete on the field Saturday night, and I will go with South Carolina winning this game. When it comes to, Steve, Mississippi State's offense in this game, I know I kind of already asked you about the identity, mm-hmm. what have you, going back to Air Raid, but I mean – realistically like what what do you want to see from them because admittedly South Carolina's defense has been you know leaky at times they've taken on you know two very good teams in North Carolina and Georgia and I I think this is a game Steve that is going to tell us a lot about both sides obviously because I I think this is a 
kind of a measuring stick contest for both. And it's a game that both really need, right? Because yes. you lose this one, all of a sudden it feels like there's a lot more losses down the road on the schedule. But, I mean, when Mississippi State has the ball, how do you feel like they should attack South Carolina defensively? And I'll ask you this. Do you think this is finally the game they let Will Rogers sling it? Because in the preseason, in my mind, I was thinking this is going to be a great quarterback duel with Rattler yeah. and, and Will Rogers. And, I mean, Woody Marks has been fantastic, mm -hmm. and I think they're obviously going to lean on him. And, yeah. you know, they, they should. But I just look at State. It's like, man, if you're not letting Will Rogers do his thing, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of an unfortunate situation because, I mean, this is one of the best statistically, one of the best signal callers the SEC has ever seen. Well, you know, going back to the Arizona game, uh, Mississippi State was very one-dimensional with Woody Marks, and that was pretty much it uh, because Zach Arnett – I mean, not Zach Arnett, sorry. When Will Rogers would drop back to pass, boom, he'd go down. Or there would be so much pressure on him until they would, he would have to throw it at the feet of the receivers or throw it out of bounds. Same way with LSU. I think Mississippi State needs to be run heavy in this game if they're going to have any shot and potentially work in the short passing game if the offensive line holds up. But that still remains to be seen because in the last two Power 5 matchups between uh, Arizona and LSU, uh, Mississippi State's offensive line has shown a lot of weakness when it comes to pass blocking. So I would expect you to look for Mississippi State to run the ball heavy on South Carolina Saturday night. And then the flip side, Steve, I mean, how, how do you attack Spencer Rattler in this Gamecocks offense? Obviously, the offensive line has been an issue. It's, you know, I, I think it's very obvious, Steve, when you look at Carolina, they're leading the SEC in passing offense, dead last in rushing offense. Gamecocks are 128th out of 130 teams running the football. Do you think that Mississippi State has the secondary to hang in there? And if they don't, what do you think Zach Arnett schemes up or what do you think he should scheme up to attack South Carolina uh, on Saturday? I think because Jet Johnson is a great player, he is mm. just a slow middle linebacker, no offense. Mm. Uh, so I think what you need to do is make Bookie Watson – uh, the linebacker, a spy on Spencer Rattler, and sometimes bring him on uh, delayed blitzes and time up the blitzes perfectly like on third and long. But you cannot let Spencer Rattler get out of the pocket and escape because that's what the Arizona quarterback tried to do and had a bunch of success on Mississippi State in that second half, uh, allowing the Arizona offense to get 420 yards of offense. And I looked back from my tweet at that game because I covered it in the press box, and uh, Arizona in the second half alone had 237 yards of offense against Mississippi State's defense. Uh, a lot of things that hurt them, like I said, were on the outside. And then, of course, the quarterback run play. So you're going to have to spy on Spencer Rattler every time you can and do not let that guy beat you with his feet. If they do, it's going to be a very long night for the Bulldogs up there at williams Price. Steve, you already mentioned you're locking in South Carolina getting the win in this one. I, I know you and I, it's it's ironically enough, we talked in the preseason and I yes. had Mississippi State winning this game. Right. Uh, I, I honestly thought it would be a, a, a noon kick 
at Willie B. And I haven't locked in my prediction yet. I'm waiting till Friday for that. But what do you feel like the vibe around Bulldog Nation is when they look at this game? I mean, it's, you know, you and I both know how fan is short for fanatical. Some folks are ready to just mail it in after one loss and the season is over. And like the importance of this football game, what would you say it is from the state side? Because I can tell you, Steve, that I look at this game you know, I, I hate using the phrase must win because it's mm-hmm. used so often. And, like, unless yes. it's an elimination game, it's not technically a must win. But this is as much need to win for South Carolina as any because I think if you fall to one and three, all of a sudden some very bleak possibilities come into the picture. And if right. you're Mississippi State, if you lose and fall to two to two and two with yeah. Alabama looming, yes. I mean, where, where does this one – how are Bulldog fans viewing this one going into the weekend? Uh, they just want to have a better offensive showing and continue uh, to grow under year one of Zach Arnett. And they're keeping their fingers crossed that it will be a lot better than the LSU game last weekend. And, of course, some of them are uh, already going on ahead and saying, okay, well, is it basketball time? Is it baseball time? <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen, I mean, we all know how that is. I mean, of course – Mississippi State is known for being a baseball school, uh, you know, over the years. And so a lot of fans have already checked out a little bit after that horrible performance in the first half. And, you know, honestly, I would not be surprised in this game if Zach, if Will Rogers struggles in this game, you may actually see a couple of series of Mike Wright being the quarterback uh, for Mississippi State because in the second half, uh, the second touchdown that Mississippi State scored, um, Mike Wright actually moved the football against LSU and led them on that second touchdown scoring drive. And so that's why I think if you continue to see Will Rogers struggle in this offense, there may be a quarterback change just to kind of see if he can get things ignited in that state offense because, hey, they can't get any worse. The Vanderbilt transfer, Mike Wright, certainly could be an X factor in this game. And anybody who's followed Gamecocks football long enough, Steve, knows that South Carolina has, for whatever reason, really struggled to stop dual-threat quarterbacks. And so I think that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on and see how, you know, if Mississippi State does implement him yeah. into their game plan for sure. Uh, and, last thing. Yeah, go ahead. I'll go ahead and say this too. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Will Rogers, as we've all seen, is not a mobile quarterback. Uh, yeah. So if they get any pressure on Will Rogers, he is going down. He cannot escape. His footwork in the pocket is awful unless, of course, he has a perfect pocket and a wall built there. So let me tell you, if anybody, if any Gamecock, gets anywhere close to him, he is going down for a sack. I mean, it, I mean, got, got lead shoes on. He's got lead shoes on. <laughs> I, I, I've never seen anything yeah. like that. And the one time, the one time he tried to scramble uh, to go for a touchdown was last year in the Egg Bowl. He fumbled it on the way to the ground. I was like, mm. you have got to be kidding me, man. Well, and to your point, Steve, I'm just – I'm kind of surprised, you know, not to go back to this. We've already discussed it. But I, I'm just – I am surprised to your point that if you want to go away from the air raid, fine. Yes. But that there was no transition. It was just – because, I mean, I, I noticed in the first two games, like, you know, from my perspective, Mississippi State was winning, 
but it was it was like the way that state was winning was yeah. leaving the fan base very unsettled. You know what right. I mean? Like like when when uh what was it? Will Rogers I think against Arizona didn't he have like seventeen attempts? I mean it's just like it's 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 a it's just a weird a, a very yeah. strange weird feeling to make that big of a transition that quickly. So but, and and um, I'll say this too, um, Mississippi State. And I think this was ultimately what happened, and I will leave you guys with this. Last year when Mike Leach passed, Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, John Cohen left Mississippi State to go to Auburn. That was the offensive coordinator. They had, or I'm sorry, the athletic director. So they had a death of a coach and a brand-new athletic director coming in Zach Arnett won the bowl game for Mississippi State against, I want to say, I think it was Illinois. Mm -hmm. And I think that was just a pulse hire of, okay, we got to find an AD. This guy just won the bowl game. Let's just go ahead and give him the ranks, you know, the reins of the team, and we'll go from there. And then if it doesn't work out, then it's on the new AD to follow, uh, you know, to find a follow-up guy. But I think this was a knee-jerk hire that should have taken a little bit more of consideration into the guy has no head coaching experience. And this is a very tough time uh, for Mississippi State fans. I think it was just too uh, rapid of a decision for it to work there in Starkville. And now we're seeing why it was a pretty nasty and rough hire for the Bulldogs. What What do you think the leash is, Steve? How many years? I mean, would you say it's – are they going to give him time to build or is it kind of one of those things where it could just quickly just end like that? I have no idea on that one. Okay. No clue on that one. Okay. Yeah. Stingray Steve, the legend. Steve, looking forward to a great game on Saturday night. Let folks know, by the way, where they can check you out. You guys are doing, I know, your show. Um, yes. You're on social media. Just let everybody know where they can find all of your great work. Uh, at Stephen Ray 30 on Twitter. Also, Stephen Stingray Ray on Facebook. And I do have a quick little announcement uh, that I've not announced just yet on social media. I always like to get the interviews in the can before I go on ahead and announce it. Mm-hmm. But we have a huge guest joining us tomorrow evening on the Stingray Show. I don't know if you are a wrestling buff or not, but we actually have the master of the diamond cutter, Diamond Dallas Page, joining us tomorrow evening on the Stingray Show to talk about his wrestling career his DDP yoga, and, of course, get his take on a couple of college football matchups. I love it. Stingray, legendary stuff as always, my friend. Thank you so much for on short notice being willing to do this and uh, looking forward to a great game on Saturday night, my friend. Let's chat again soon for sure. All right. Enjoy it, man. I enjoyed it, and uh, good luck to the Gamecocks this weekend, my friend. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Steve. You're the man. Thank you. Thank you.